Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. couple things that I think are interesting enough about the New York mayoral race to discuss, even if you don't live in New York. And New York, and I think I think New York stuff gets way too much attention because all the media lives there. But it's the the, the first big test of uh, ranked choice voting, or at least mm. the biggest test we've done in the United States. And uh, crime being a top issue, I think that's going to move from New York across the country in in coming elections. More on that next segment. Speaking of crimes, if you're just tuning in, Positive Sean announced he is leaving the program at the end of the week. I shouldn't have said it it out loud then. (laughs) it's, It's a crime against humanity. It's a crime against us. We like working with you. Anyway. Are you going to have to wear real clothes at your new job? Oh, I didn't even think about that. You don't, you don't think my, my various superhero and video game-related graphic T-shirts are going to be the uh, preferred attire of, of a slightly uh, more serious industry? I, I don't know. It might I be. I don't know. All right. well, they're whimsical. They're fun. I may have to come back soon. <laughs> they're boyish. <laughs> if they make me wear a collar. <laughs> so I was rather surprised in doing my research for this article to find that the Reuters account was quite well-balanced. I opened several uh, stories, which is my habit from conservative media, mainstream media, etc., but I credit them for being even-handed. It is the story, it's wonderful, it's so exciting, it's glorious, according to many headlines. The fact that weightlifter Laurel Hubbard 
of New Zealand will become the first dra- transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics. Wow, that's interesting. When I heard you say it'll be the first transgender athlete, I thought, okay, it's going to be archery, you know, pistol shooting, something that doesn't matter. No, this is a sport where it might be the most that it matters. Absolutely. She is a super heavyweight weightlifter. And it is ridiculous. With all due respect, affection for anyone uh, transgender, this is crazy. Well, I, so- 43 years old, will be the oldest lifter at the game, had been a men's weightlifting competitor until transitioning in 2013. Okay, but so um, she is 43, you said? Yeah. And uh, this is the way this is going to play out. If she, because she's well past her prime, if some 22-year-old born a woman woman beats him, this will be all the ammunition her. beats her. Um, if some 22-year-old woman beats her, uh, that will be all the ammunition they need for all the arguments going forward. Of you see, it doesn't hurt anything to have formerly men, now women, compete in women's sports. You see... So that's what will happen. And yeah, even though I the person's think in the their opposite 40s, is going to happen. I, I, no, so you're thinking, maybe I'm confused. So you're thinking if this transgender gal wins. No, I th- if she doesn't win. Because she's oh. way past her prime. I'm thinking maybe a 22-year-old woman can beat this guy now that he's in his 40s. I don't know. I don't well, know enough about women's Well, she won a major meet last year. Yeah. Well, Because she's biologically a dude is why. Well, if... If she, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be inconsiderate about the he, she thing. I'm just trying to make it easy to understand who I'm talking about. Right. If the trans athlete wins, then that's what all of us have been saying all along. This makes a farce out of women's sports and, uh, and needs to be dealt with immediately. And it's just ridiculous. But the fact that the, if the person doesn't win, the fact that they're in their 40s will be lost to everyone, and it'll just be ammunition for the other side that you see it doesn't hurt anything. So well, right. game on. Let, that's let, an idiotic judgment. But that's Absolutely. what will happen. And indefensible. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. If, she, if, if, if Ms. Hubbard, as a fella, was the 400th best weightlifter in the world, but cracks the top 20 among women, depriving a biological woman of one of those slots, that is injustice enough. Worth pointing out that in 2015, the IOC changed its rules to allow transgender athletes to compete as long as their testosterone level is below a certain level and maintained for a year. The determining criteria, maximum reading of 10 nanomoles per liter of testosterone, is at least five times more than a biological woman. So 2013 is eight years ago, so this person was 35 and, and a male at 35 when they decided to make the, the, the switch. Right. Right. Some scientists have said, and here's where the Reuters account got shockingly balanced, uh, by my estimation. Some scientists have said the guidelines do little to mitigate the biological advantages of those who've gone through puberty as males, including bone and muscle density. Duh. Uh, Advocates for transgender inclusion argue the process of transition decreases that advantage considerably. But doesn't eliminate it. And that um, physical differences between athletes mean there's never truly a level playing field. That's another idiotic argument. Does anybody know much about weightlifting? Will a, will a 43-year-old high-caliber recently dude 
beat all the younger women in the Olympics, do you think? Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. If that happens, if uh, this trans weightlifter wins the gold medal, that should... Or wins a medal at all, really. Right. Uh, yeah, I I think it's crazy. Save Women's Sports Australia, an advocacy group for women's athletes, criticized the selection. Quote, it is flawed policy from the IOC that has allowed the selection of a 43-year-old biological male who identifies as a woman to compete in the female category. His Her gold medal wins at the 2019 Pacific Games in Samoa, where she topped the podium ahead of Samoa's hero, triggered outrage in the host nation. Really? Samoa's weightlifting boss said Hubbard's selection would be like letting athletes dope and feared it could cost the small Pacific nation a medal. Belgian weightlifter Anna van Bellingen said last month allowing Hubbard to compete at Tokyo was unfair for women, quote, like a bad joke. Uh, Let's see. Any other uh, quotes of note? Uh, The people from New Zealand are making supportive noises. Uh, another transgender athlete, BMX rider Chelsea Wolf, will travel to Tokyo as part of the United States team, but is named as an alternate and not assured of competing. Uh, yeah, okay. So a lot of the gals in the sport are plenty peeved. We'll have to see how it unfolds. So you wouldn't think, I mean, the argument on the other side of this has been, that, look, there aren't that many guys who are going to pretend to be a girl to take advantage of sports. Of course, you don't have to be pretending. You could be legit. Sure. It just um, makes it unfair to the other women. That's that's all that matters. You in, Unless you're biologically a woman, you don't compete in women's sports. It's that simple. And no, that's not some sort of cavemanish, Trump-loving, conservative, bigoted attitude. No, that's plainly common sense. And that doesn't mean you hate anybody or you dislike them. If, if they want to form a league, that's fine. But you can't compete in women's sports. Hmm. There's a, there's an editorial. Well, it's kind of a it's a, a memoir in Newsweek by a uh, transgender man who is leveling leveling some serious uh, accusations at the whole transgender industrial complex. We ought to get to that later on in the hour. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about the New York mayor race. A couple things that are interesting going on there, including how crime is just becoming the topic. Did you see the video over the weekend of the one dude shooting the other dude on the sidewalk and the two little girls there? Just just unbelievable. Oh, horrible, and the, yeah. And the shocking. older little girl trying to protect the other little girl while the shooting is occurring, like, right next to them. I mean, like, inches away from them. The guy is shooting around them. Yeah, just amazing. Right there on the street, broad daylight, too. Um, And this guy, Eric Adams, who's running for mayor, currently leading in the polls, he's the one that's seen as toughest on crime, and one of his people gets stabbed over the weekend. Uh, one of his people working to try to drum up votes. But more on that in just a second, because I think this is going to be a giant issue next election. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This video shows a guy in San Francisco stuffing items into a garbage bag inside a Walgreens drugstore, even 
as two people, including a security guard, reported him on their cell phones. So crime is never justified, of course. I, I, I will say that. I think they could have made a little better effort to stop that yeah. bicycle. That reads also as an act of desperation. I mean, you're, yeah. you're not getting yeah. rich off of what you take from a Walgreens. You're getting probably something you need. Uh, I don't know the details of that particular well, he, case. I mean, a bag crime... full. It looked, they looked like hair products. I yeah, that's what it says. It was hair, hair products. Which are valuable. Which are valuable. That's Tony DeCopel of CBS This Morning saying that that's it looks like desperation to me. That oh. man, it's a, he is a big defender of socialism. He is wow. a way lefty. Unbelievable. Yeah, the guy's clearing off shelves in Walgreens into a big garbage bag and riding off because he's desperate. Please. And even if that were the case, so. If you find yourself in a desperate situation, you're allowed to just steal whatever you want? Well, not only that, but the, the previous society, part of it. Until society, in, until society, for the first time in the history of humankind, figures out a system in which everybody, and I mean everyone, is taken care of uh, food, clothing, shelter. Right. You're allowed to steal until that moment arrives. Yeah. And in the previous part of that clip, they made it clear that Walgreens sees quadruple the amount of theft in San Francisco as anywhere else in the country. And they've had to close 17 of their stores. 17 stores closed because hey, you just can't do business here because there's no rules yeah. against people just walking in and stealing crap. Well, no crime is right, but that uh, that looks like desperation to me. Which fits in. Idiot. Which, you live in a theoretical world. Which I think people have had enough. You know, as we mentioned earlier, CNN with that whole, uh, they, they thought Rita Moreno was in the wrong to say, ah, forget about it, with the racial thing. If you didn't hear that thing, get the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. So CNN is apparently deciding to appeal to the, the wokest of the left and going with that there. That's not where normal people are, as I have been pointing out. Even normal Democrats. That's why this guy, Eric Adams, is the guy that is likely to win tomorrow in the mayor race in New York City because he's the one that has been coming out hard enough on on crime. He's got one of his competitors who's actually, unfortunately, in second place. She wants to take a billion dollars out of the NYPD. She wants to defund the police. Wow. The guy that's going to win, it looks like. Now, it is ranked choice. That's kind of a new thing. So just because he's in first place in the polls, that doesn't mean you win. It's not a re- regular election. Are they adjusting polls for no, ranked choice? No. Well, they, they, we haven't figured out how to do that yet. Wouldn't you just follow the same mechanisms for the voting, though? Like, who are put your rank of the people in here if you're yeah. still just well, asking You, you the can same. do that, but nobody has any idea how accurate that is. Interesting. Well, the, okay. the, the polling for, you know, the regular kind of electioning is horribly inaccurate. Yeah. Which polls? Right. All of them. Okay. Okay. But they actually used uh, approval voting that I talked about uh, last week at this Western Conservative Summit. Uh, you could vote for multiple people to see who has truly the, the, the highest level of total support. Ron DeSantis came out on top of that poll, by the way. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but back to the crime situation. So you've got in New York City, which is a five to one Democrat, um, wanting to vote for the tough on crime guy. Hmm. Uh, CNN. If you think you're talking to your Democrat viewers, you're talking to a small sliver, because even in New York, they want to get tough on crime. And he uh, himself, he said he personally would add $2,000 of his own money to the reward money to find whoever that scumbag was that ran up on a dude and shot him as two little girls were cringing next to next to the man being shot, uh, hoping not to die themselves. Just Just an awful video if you haven't seen it. Um, but Eric Adams added his own money to that reward, and 
And I think this probably helped him, although I assume he's not happy that it happened. One of his workers canvassing a neighborhood to try to drum up support and get people registered and make sure you know where to go and vote and all that sort of thing. Got stabbed multiple times with an ice pick yesterday. Oh, my gosh. Middle of the afternoon. Um, Which is just brutal. Obviously, Eric Adams on his own Twitter account. This is the guy that's leading currently a member of Team Adams who has been working hard and volunteering every day was stabbed in the Bronx today at 149th and Morris Avenue. The police are investigating and he's in surgery. If you have any info, this violence must stop. Um, Yeah, the violence must stop is kind of his campaign line that he's running with. And because uh, it just shootings everywhere, crime everywhere. It's out of control. I really hope he wins. I don't know anything about him other than he's the tough on crime candidate. I want this to become the issue in America before it gets out of hand. Well, yeah, it, it will be the issue in America and the election will go the right way in New York. Maybe not this time, but if that other gal gets elected, I can guarantee you crime will continue to explode and a hard on crime, tough on crime candidate will win next time. As I've often said, the, the best way to discredit progressive policies is to enact them. Witness San Francisco, Seattle with their chop. Portland with hundreds of nights of rioting in a row. The skid rows of L.A. There are parts. I just I was talking to a guy who's a native uh, Los Angelino, and he was just horrified at the state of his beloved city. You know, I could keep name-checking the cities if you'd like, but you get the idea. Well, your theory is right, but, man, uh, you know, I really hate to have my uh, kid get uh, uh, hurt or stabbed or my business ruined uh, to sure. prove your point. be nice if yeah. we could catch on before that has to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, if people trust their eyes and ears and and those of their neighbors above the uh, lying media, I think they'll do the right thing. They'll vote the right way. By the way, and you know, a couple of experiments going on. You've got the ranked cho- choice voting in New York. It'll be the biggest experiment in that we've ever had. See if people like it. See if we can understand it. Um, also, early voting. They've been voting for nine days. The election, using my finger quotes, is tomorrow. That'll be the tenth day of voting. This shooting and stabbing happened over the weekend. How many people voted before the shooting and stabbing happened? That's one of the problems with the whole early voting thing is people aren't going to vote with the same sets of information. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm against it. That, I think there, there can be some, but I don't think it should be a weeks-long process. That Wiley woman that AOC is backing that wants to take a billion dollars out of the NYPD, a whole bunch came out about her personal finances. And her her lifestyle over the weekend. Also, how many people voted in the early voting before that came out? That's that is the downside of early voting. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Hey, there's more on that uh, that poll at the Western Conservative Summit in uh, in Colorado. Uh, pretty interesting in terms of uh, you know candidate approval. It's so early. I mean, take it with with multiple grains of salt. But uh, the the policy issues that the the folks cared about the most. Uh, is pretty interesting, among other things. Also, oh, I'd really like to get to that uh, that piece written by the transgender fella about his journey and the horrifying things he's learned. Um, it is a, a absolutely sobering warning. We also have to get to the story. I've teased it so many times. The Internet is pressuring Jeff Bezos to buy the Mona Lisa and eat it. Why won't he do it? Because he's scared? Is he scared of the Internet? He's um, not going to take the Mona Lisa challenge. Should the <laughs> richest man in the world eat the Mona Lisa, among other stories we're covering. <laughs>
Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. See, I get the sense that Joe is scoffing at this story. Let me tell you how many news outlets have a serious headline on it. The New York Times headline today, Why Do People Want Jeff Bezos to Buy and Eat the Mona Lisa? From USA Today, Bizarre Petition Urges Jeff Bezos to Buy and Eat the Mona Lisa. Business Standard explained. Why do people want Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa? Okay, that's the only one that didn't have bias in the headline. Gizmodo. Thousands have signed an online petition for Jeff Bezos to buy and eat the Mona Lisa. Um, That's beautiful. I love it. (laughs) Fox News. Petition urging Bezos to buy and eat Mona Lisa gains steam. (laughs) Wait a minute. This could be serious. A steamed Mona Lisa. But this one is really the most important, uh, and I read this in detail. Vice. Yes, Jeff Bezos could buy and eat the Mona Lisa if he wanted to. The New York Times, <laughs> the New York Times actually did a deep dive on that, and yeah, there's not really anything that would stop him from happening. The only thing that stops him from doing it is the <laughs> the assured death of the result, the willingness of the uh, of the French to sell the Mona Lisa uh-huh. to him. 
But well, it, I was going to ask, is the Louvre got a, a, a for sale sign out front or what? But it was most but recently. the only thing that would stop him is that. No, it's the, it's ludicrous. <laughs> what, what, what's the matter with you? The, the most recent valuation of the Mona Lisa comes from its sale in the early 90s. I think it sold for about $100 million, even with all kinds of adjusting for whatever. Call it a billion. The guy's Call got it a, $10 billion. The guy's got $160 <laughs> billion. So whatever you right. want to put the value on it, he can afford it. And, you know, if it were to say $10 billion, the French might think, you know what, it's one piece of art. I mean, think of what we could do for the, the museum, for the, for the kids, for the space program, for our mustaches, whatever they want to put it into, <laughs> um, and decide to sell him the Mona Lisa, at which point there is no law on Earth that would stop him from eating the most famous piece of art in the world. Okay. I want great. the job at the Louvre where I'm the person saying, let's hear Jeff Bezos out on this plan. <laughs> let's just see what number he offers. We should not be hasty. Uh, couldn't you say, though, that Jeff Bezos could purchase, shave, and barbecue the Westminster Dog Show winner from last week? <laughs> oh, my God. Or, or <laughs> There are laws against that. No, there aren't. Yes, there are. You can't, you can't kill a dog and barbecue and eat it. You can't? No. No, what no, if no, it's no. yours? No, you can still can. <laughs> I thought this was America. Uh, it, it, it might depend on the state, but I know you can't even put your dog down where I live, uh, with, unless you've got like a medical excuse. Well, you practically live in Beijing. I mean, most of America is in not Beijing. They live. eat dogs. This is a bad example. Yeah, it's a poor comparison. Yeah. Uh, my point is, you could run a number of ludicrous ideas of the flagpole and say he could do that, and there's really nothing to stop him. No, except for a complete lack of interest he might have in eating a masterwork. He'd be the most famous person who ever lived. By eating the Mona Lisa? Yes. He would be infamous. He'd be the most famous person on the planet, currently Donald Trump. He would he would be the most famous person on the planet, and he'd be famous for the history of all time. It'd be like he'd be like the modern version of Mansa Musa, the guy who would just go, he was so rich he would show up to these small towns and just crash their economy by just the the gold that fell out of his pockets. All right, I just I okay. And, and your other fanciful ideas? Oh, he could do this to the dogs. Are those petitions gaining thousands of signatures, getting steam, being covered by BuzzFeed? No, they're not, Joe. All right, Story McStory face. Gains steam. Anyway, I I just want a billionaire to do something wacky with their yes. riches. Now I'm on board for that. Eating the Mona Lisa seems tragic to me, but uh, eh, overrated. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, there are plenty of nice paintings, uh, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. What if he what, shrunk down the statue of David? What with a shrink ray? What are you talking? Who knows what he has? He, he could, could like buy, chipped away at it. He could buy the David, also Da Vinci, right? And uh, and uh, have the head removed and have his own head put on it. There we go. It's Michelangelo. Michelangelo, right? Yeah. I was going to suggest have his own uh, head the put head on the David from, from Jack from Jack in a Box. <laughs> <laughs> put, put his head on top of La Davida. Okay, we're all we're clearly going to need transition music right now, Michael, to move from this to any really anything else, but certainly. <laughs> talking about jonathan swan of axios who is a fantastic reporter and a great interviewer partially because he does his homework so well he sat down with the prime minister of pakistan over the weekend and they aired this on where does that air hbo uh aired it on hbo and uh the guy had some interesting well the questions were good and they had some interesting things to say 
about where we are geopolitically, partially because we're in the process of pulling out of Afghanistan. And Afghanistan had another horrible weekend. Oh. Their most famous warrior got uh, killed over the weekend by the Taliban. Well, his whole his whole crew, his whole unit got surrounded and slaughtered. It's just crazy. Yeah, in the way that they're all going to get surrounded and slaughtered because there's just way more Taliban than there are people in the Afghan security forces willing to fight them. Well, and evidently the Taliban's recent victories have gained them thousands of recruits. People are coming from around Afghanistan, around the world. They're joining in. They know a winner when they see one. Yeah, and and the, money, too, in, is being donated. In the battle over the weekend, their version of a uh, you know a, a Green Beret hero who got killed over the weekend, a lot of the security forces that were supposed to be with them, they switched sides. They just gave. They just surrendered to the Taliban. What do you want me to do? And of course, then he was doomed. Wow! Uh, terrible, terrible story. And Pakistan fits into that. Jonathan Swan with the Prime Minister of uh, Pakistan. How about first? Um, will Pakistan allow U.S. to use airspace for strikes in Afghanistan if we need to? The American military right now is is discussing doing airstrikes potentially to support the Afghan forces against the Taliban. Would you allow the American Air Force to use your airspace for those airstrikes? We are not going to be part of any conflict anymore. But you haven't decided yet whether you'll let them use your airspace? This hasn't been discussed at all, so... What's your feeling about that? I don't know. We'll discuss this. You know, why would the Americans be using bombing Afghanistan to after it hasn't worked for 20 years? Why will it work again? Doesn't sound very promising, obviously. Well, well, it has worked for 20 years. It's kept the Taliban at bay. Now, it hasn't defeated them, hasn't won a Jeffersonian democracy, but it's kept them at bay. And more with our relationship with the CIA in Pakistan. The Americans want to have their spies here and special forces based here in Pakistan to keep an eye on what's happening across the border. Will you allow the American government to have CIA here in Pakistan uh, to conduct cross-border counterterrorism missions against al-Qaeda, ISIS, or the Taliban? Absolutely not. There's no way we're going to allow Seriously? any bases, uh, any sort of action from Pakistani territory uh, into Afghanistan. Absolutely not. Pakistan suffered 70,000 casualties more than any other country by joining the American war. We cannot afford any more military actions from our territory. We will be partners in peace, not in conflict. You know, that yeah, might just, well, that might just unless be a, they pay us enough. <laughs> that might just be a politician, you know, responding to his constituents. Imagine how his constituents feel about, uh, if those numbers are true, they paid the biggest price in blood and treasure uh, in Afghanistan and have gotten nothing for it. Um, why they would ever want to be part of that again. And I'm sure they're still butthurt over the fact that we flew in there with a bunch of helicopters low without telling them at all, took out bin Laden and everyone at that place, and then took off. Hey, thanks for letting us use your airspace. Oh, I guess we should have told you. We're telling you now. Um, You know, they're still angry about that, I would guess. Yeah, there's also an element of Jonathan Swan asking about what would clearly be covert actions. And the guy said, no, we're not doing any of that. He's not going to say yes. He mm. can't. Well, I hope you're right. Um, well, I, I don't know that I'm right because the relationship with Pakistan has been bizarre and complicated for decades now. Scariest nuclear power in the world by far because they got quite a few nukes. And 
they could fall into the hands of the bad guys at any point. Um, remember, right after 9-11, we had, uh, what's that guy's name? I don't remember his name. Great big giant guy with a big head. He flew in with brief... What position was he in? Football or... With the U.S. government. Okay, all right, that's he, a start. He flew into Pakistan to talk to the leadership of Pakistan at that time. Uh, either you're on si- our side or we're going to bomb you back to the Stone Age. Actually used the term that we uh, jokingly use all the time. You're either on our side in this fight against Al-Qaeda or we're going to bomb you back to the Stone Age. And they, I they... think that we, we coined the term bitabitsa because back when we used to take calls, we had so many people who would say, you got to bomb them back to the Stone Age. We decided to abbreviate it, bitabitsa. But since that point in 2001, uh, Pakistan has really been on our side for the most part. But we also know that they are allowing the bad guys, the Taliban, to go back across the border into the northern part of Pakistan all this time. So we would fight, 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 fight. They'd retreat across the border, and we weren't allowed to go into Pakistan and chase them down. Right. And they, they knew they were there, and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah, and it's also pretty widely believed that uh, Osama bin Laden hiding in the heart of the Afghan, or I'm sorry, the uh, Pakistani military apparatus was not an accident. And and at least some people knew he was there. Uh, Speaking of security, this is personal security, not national security. You want to feel safe in your home when you go to bed at night and you want all those people you love to feel the same way. And that's why you get Simply Safe Home Security, award-winning home security with great people. It's the people that take Simply Safe to the next level. So easy to order. You go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You click around a little bit to customize the system for your home. It'll come to your house in about a week. Going to take you about 30 minutes to set up if you have any problems. There are people there to help you 24-7. And, of course, you've also got the 24-7 fire police and everything else to secure your home and your family also. Yep, fire, burglary, medical emergency, a burst pipe. They're there for you at Simply Safe. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong, customize that system. It's super easy. And get a free security camera because you use our code. It's a 60-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Again, a free security camera. No obligation. And a great company to work with, too. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I can't think of anything less tasty than a 500-year-old oil painting. Yeah, I don't know how you would eat the Mona Lisa. I mean, that, that you'd have to put some thought into that. I'm thinking fruit smoothie. Makes the most sense to me. You know, you could uh, like make an apple pie and have the Mona Lisa be the top crust. You know, it'd be like one of those theme cakes you can get now with the, the that like reproduce a photograph on top of a a cake or a pie. That's eh, just a thought. There are tastier paintings. That one's probably old and crusty. Ugh. Text us. What's your tastiest painting? <laughs> don't. Please don't. Met a guy with a Rembrandt the other day. What? Really? He has his own. Yeah. Did you ask him yeah. to borrow it? Uh, no, but I did bop him over the head and, and ran <laughs> off with it. No, it's it's tiny. It, it's a tiny sketch he did of a detail of a painting he was working on. How did it I come didn't up ask in, how much it was worth. How did it come up in conversation? He said, look at this. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I was at his place. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, something I should ask him what he reckons it's worth. But That's I don't know a if flex. Oh, please. Place you think? I'd like to meet that guy and then try to explain to him my digital ape. I've got nothing I could flex on in my home. Not a single thing that I could flex on. I've got the new uh, birthday cake flavored Fruity Pebbles. You see right here? You child. So, uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> no flexing. <laughs> Flex-free zone. Flex-free zone, exactly. I'm not much of a flexer. No, um, no. That's a cool thing to say, though. 
permanently oh, you know unclenched. It, it, it could have been anything. You could have drawn it. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, Why don't more people lie about stuff like that? I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs> so big, uh, big conservative summit in the western United States. They did a poll of all their members and some of the attitudes, some of the candidates they backed. Interesting, just keeping an eye on uh, conservative America. And uh, what else was the other thing you wanted to talk about? Sounded interesting. I like a really time. big, complicated lie. Like, yeah, this is a uh, this is an Andy Warhol, which of course could be anything. Um, sure. And you say, yeah, it's, it's an interesting story. So my aunt. Aunt's roommate in college dated him for a while, and he just gave it to her. I mean, that's a perfectly believable right, story. Right, And then when they broke up, she couldn't stand him anymore right. and gave it to my aunt. Yeah, didn't know it would be worth anything at the time. So I, just, right, I don't exactly. know what it's worth. I just keep it here. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, some days I think about eating it. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Wingstop, under pressure from Chicken Crunch, is starting a, starting a thigh stop. Okay, we'll have to get to the latest in chicken news coming up. What? Caused by what is doing what? Stay tuned. <laughs> I didn't understand any of that. Oh, boy. Um, Thermostats in Texas are being adjusted remotely because it's been so hot. People opted in for this years ago, not really thinking it would ever happen, but they're in an emergency situation, and now the man is adjusting the temperature in your home. Ooh, I don't like that. Wow. Wow. Interesting. So the Western Conservative Summit uh, took place over the weekend. I was not invited. I'm a little hurt. But they used approval method voting. For a number of things, um, including people. Talked about this uh, last week. If you uh, see two candidates out of the five that you would support, you, you vote for both of them. Because you could deal with either one of them. And that way you don't, quote-unquote, split your support among the two, whatever, conservatives, and there, moderates. there's liberal. no ranking of your choices in this? Nope. Okay. Nope. They just count out who gets the most votes. And if it's over 50%, they figure that's the winner. Uh, anyway, they use that for both people and issues. The top five candidates in order of most approval to least were Ron DeSantis at 74. That's the governor of Florida. That is correct, sir, who has uh, been doing some great things, great policies, standing up for liberty, and also grandstanding a fair amount. Got the uh, same results as California, leaving his state open more or less compared to California, which shut it down. And it's still, to some extent, shut down. Yeah. Same COVID results, not the same uh, economic results. Kids got to go to school. Businesses got to stay, uh, you know, uh, what's alive. Yeah, the devastation of the children of Florida, fraction, fraction of that of uh, in blue states. But Ron DeSantis was first, first with 74. Donald J. Trump, 71. Then way down to Ted Cruz at 43. Monk, Mike Pompeo at 39. And Senator Tim Scott at 36%. The press release stated former Vice President Pence came in 10th place. Now, all of that is just a very early uh, little temperature check of the candidates. I think there's a lot of time still to come. 
I'm uh, thinking Tim Scott will rise up in those rankings. I hope he will. I think he's a sharp guy. Question two asked attendees to mark any of 25 policy issues as important to them. I'm so glad. We've talked about this through the years. In those idiotic polls where you just have to pick the issue that's the most important to you, that's just it's a silly way to look at public policy. I've got something to say about polls on issues, but I'll save it till you're done. Otherwise, it would be pointless. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, the idea that because I care slightly more about crime, I don't care about the economy, or I only have to pick one that's idiotic. So you could pick any number. Uh, the top-ranked uh, issues were immigration-slash-border security at 82%. Election integrity, 79%. Religious freedom, 75%. Federal budget slash deficit, 74%. Tied with gun rights at 74%. Keeping in mind that this is a, uh, you know, a gathering of Western conservatives. So it's, you know, it's not a random sample of humans. Uh, let's, the uh, top ranked candidates, the very last place, Michael Bloomberg, 0.27%. Uh, energy independence, uh, national defense were in the 70s. Education in the 60s, China and Russia in the 60s. Uh, let's see, do they get down to um, LGBTQ issues, about 5%. Mm. Oh, environment and climate change, about 8.5%. There you go. Among yep. conservatives. Yep. Um, I was listening to a podcast of uh, political insiders have run campaigns, doing internal polling, all that sort of stuff. They said issues polls are worthless. Like when you see a poll, uh, you know, percentage of people that are in favor of Biden's infrastructure plan, those are worthless polls, but are touted all the time by campaigns and media if, you know, it backs up their argument. For instance, if you uh, if you ask people, do you approve of Joe Biden's infrastructure package? Um, if you ask the question that way, you'll get almost exactly his approval rating. So like 55 percent. If you say, uh, do you uh, approve of the infrastructure package? Half of people say they don't have enough information and the other half are lying that they don't have any idea what's going on because most people don't follow this stuff. Issues polling is worthless. I believe that, too. That doesn't surprise me a bit. Yeah, unless you're trying to predict which way they'll jerk their knees, but uh, even then, it's not great. If you missed an hour, get the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Strong and Getty. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.